This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Scott Bertram, and with me now, State Senator Mike Shirky, also Senate Majority Leader, 16th State Senate District Branch in Hillsdale Counties. And we start with senators back in session in Lansing and already some action taking place uh, this this week. For those who have not been paying attention, I'm, I'm hoping you can recap and then tell us yesterday uh, the, the resolution passed by the Michigan Senate when it comes to the Michigan Department of Education and these teacher training videos that have now surfaced. What's happening and what has the Senate or how has the Senate acted? Yeah, thanks for asking. This is a very important issue. and It's just a continuation of the attack on the family structure and the importance and role of parents and the bureaucracies getting in the middle between kids and parents. Uh, you know, in, in recent years, we've in even months, we've seen many attempts here. I'll harken back to last year when parents were called domestic terrorists for just going to school board meetings and expressing their concern over COVID policies that were affecting their own children. And then earlier this year, the Michigan Democratic Party suggested that parents who don't think they like what's going on in their school should just simply send them to a private school. I mean, that's, that was uh, unbelievable. And then to follow those two things up, just last week, the Department of Education came out with a series of training videos that essentially guided and coached teachers on how to keep critical information away from child's parents. Now, notice, I'm not saying that it's that kids aren't having struggles these days, especially with all the crap they're exposed to, and they do often go to their teachers for input. But the parents have to be part of that process, have to be involved, and this training was all about uh, how to maneuver it so that Key and critical information can be kept from parents. It's unbelievable that we're talking about keeping information from parents in 2022. But again, I guess I shouldn't be surprised based on the trend line that we've been going under. So I'm asking Governor Wimmer and the Democrats to fall on uh, fall in behind us and call on the MDE to get rid of that training video and redo it so that it includes parents. This is all about acknowledging that kids do have struggles. It's a strange, strange world these days, and many kids are suffering, whether it's on grades or you name it. But um, the parents have to be involved in any effort to hold them uh, ignorant of what's going on with their children in school to me, is a, is, a, is, a, is a real tragedy. And, Senator, don't we often, shouldn't we often tell our, our young children, our students, uh, simply, if someone tells you to keep something secret, if someone tells you, don't tell your parents about this, that usually puts up a big red flag that something wrong is happening. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And, you know, I'm not suggesting that I am, I'm, you're a parent, I'm a parent, and I'll, I will... I will stipulate that I wasn't a, wasn't a perfect parent, you know. But I want to be aware of things that my kids were struggling with and be able to be part of the solution, part of the help, whatever they might need on, whether it's grades or econo- economic issues, you name it. Uh, but to, to even contemplate training teachers to figure out ways to to avoid having to share that information with parents to me is just it's just egregious and. Uh, to me, it's, a, it's an indictment on 
continued indictment on the bureaucracies that have, could be, we've been uh, seeing grow in our culture, in our state, in our nation, you know, where you know, government thinks they know everything. Senator Mike Shirky with us. Since the last time that we talked, uh, Proposal 3, the Right to Reproductive Freedom Initiative, has been cleared to appear on the November ballot across the state of Michigan. Uh, tell us about this proposal. What would Proposal 3 change about po- uh, abortion policies here in Michigan? Well, the, the, uh, the simple way to say it is that anything, anytime, anywhere. And there's basically, if this passes, it will put 400 very dangerous words into our Constitution, and it's important to note that, uh, Scott, because once words get put into the Constitution, it is very difficult to change them. But these 400 words are rather ambiguous, and they will essentially, and this has been verified by a number of legal scholars, that there's about four dozen laws that are on our books today, legitimate laws that are on our books today, that protect women, protect mothers, protect children, protect parental rights, provide safety guidelines, those four, four dozen laws, approximately, plus or minus, would all be eliminated if this got into our Constitution. It would allow for, if somebody were to, be, to want it, you know, a, a, an abortion the day before delivery. You know, absolutely would allow for partial birth abortions. But, you know, we don't even have to talk about abortion. Let's talk about the other things it'll do. It would basically eliminate the the uh, concerns and the protections we have for parental consent, and so it would allow uh, adults in other uh, agencies, whether it be a a, a, a healthcare agency or otherwise, or a teacher for that matter, uh, to do to guide a student through procedures and services, and and uh, not have to tell the parents. It would also eliminate the need for quality uh, report required back from when there's a problem with some of these health-related standards. It would allow a child to start hormone therapy without the notification of the parents. It would allow a long list of medical-trained uh, people uh, to actually qualify to perform such procedures like abortions. Uh, and I'm not sure we want to massage therapists... Uh, you know, doing doing uh, doing that. So it's a it is a overreaching, far stretching, huge impact, uh, and it will make Michigan a standout. Michigan's uh, laws on this general topic would be the most egregious and the most liberal of any state in the nation, and they would be put into our constitution, which would be so difficult to because we're gonna it'll be a big mistake to put it in there, and it'll be a a heavy lift to change it if it gets in there. So I rank this up as equal importance, if not more important, than the governor's race uh, in this election, and that we do need to eliminate it, to uh, defeat it, and then let the legislature, the representatives of the people, uh, work on what makes more sense for Michigan. Uh, eliminating parental notification, abortion to nine months, uh, don't have to necessarily be a doctor to perform abortions. These things poll very poorly. Is this effort to to work against Prop 3 largely simply a, an information campaign to let people know what this proposal actually would do? I, I have been very uh, pleased and am somewhat surprised. Uh, as you might guess, I've been talking about this very openly with everybody I run into. 
and I have lots of friends who are who are you know generally pro-choice, uh, but they're they're limit they have limitations too. They they don't believe in late-term abortions, but they're generally pro-choice. And when I we just have a conversation and they understand the full breadth of what's included here, they just simply say, "Well, I can't vote for that. Uh, that's just going too far." And so you you were 100 percent correct, Scott. This is an information battle, uh, and that we're going to win now. We can't take it lightly. They got over 800,000 signatures on their petitions, and so there is a there's a large group of people who signed petitions to support this. I would I would venture to guess very few of them really knew what they were signing because the sales pitch for the petition was I think a middle a little bit misleading. But nonetheless, you are 100 percent correct in having conversations like you and I are having right now, so that people actually know what's included. Uh, is vital, and, and I am very confident that the citizens of Michigan, once they know and once they're fully informed, uh, they'll see the danger of this, uh, vote it down, and then let the legislature uh, start up next year and, uh, you know, navigate this new world we have that now that Roe has been sent back to the states. Senator Mike Shirky with us here, Senate Majority Leader. Uh, a couple of quick questions here as our time uh, runs out. One is, you, uh, as I mentioned, the Senate is back in session uh, and House working as well. Many, many states across the country, lawmakers and the governors have done something to try to alleviate the pain that people are feeling in their pocketbooks from inflation, from higher energy costs. Uh, here in Michigan, we are one of the few states not to essentially do anything. I know that there have been provisions, a tax cut proposal that has made it to uh, the governor's desk and has been vetoed, but but nothing has been agreed to, nothing has been passed along to, to residents. Is there any chance that something happens here in these last few months of the year? Well, first of all, I'll answer your question in detail here in a second, but I want people to understand that they are listening. The Whitmer-Biden inflation that we're experiencing right now, the Whitmer-Biden inflation that we're experiencing, is all a result of the policies that they've been promoting and have been advocating. And it primarily circles around two things. One, the unfettered printing of money, and two, energy policy. And it's the second one that I want to focus on, energy policy, and our the ridiculous energy policy that Whitmer Biden have been uh, advocating uh, is the number one reason why inflation is and the supply chain issues we have is such a concern. To your question about what why hasn't Michigan acted? Well, we have acted, and we've sent the uh, governor two and a half billion dollar tax reform. I don't like just writing checks to people one time. I want, instead of giving more, I want them to keep more of their earnings and let that happen forever. Uh, once that's in place, then it, it's harder to, re- to uh, reverse it. And we passed something that would give uh, most families up to twelve to $1,500 uh, per year of savings on their, on their taxes. And uh, we've got the money to, to, uh, def- to, uh, to uh, uh, afford it. And quite frankly, uh, sales sales tax to continues to uh, surprise us here because a lot of people are, are still spending money, so we have the revenue to uh, back it up, and the governor vetoed it. Now, uh, there will be anything on this topic, I don't think, uh, between now and the election. But I'm hoping that uh, that after the election we can have a serious conversation about this topic and, and deliver a real tax cut to the citizens of Michigan. And this isn't about businesses. It's about, about citizens. 
And then Senator Shirky, very quickly, speaking of between now and the end of the year, the Let uh, My Kids Learn petitions have been submitted, and there is an opportunity, perhaps, we hope, that this will be able to be brought before the House and set it before the end of the year. That means that those petitions have to be reviewed uh, in some due time. Is there an, an excellent opportunity? Is there a good opportunity for the House and Senate to vote on the Let MI Kids Learn, the tax credit scholarship program, before the end of the year? So there should be no reason why these petitions aren't verified and, and, uh, and the final determination made and sent to the legislature before the end of the year. And the only holdup, of course, is the Secretary of State's office and the, the, uh, the ensuing bureaucratic review of those petitions before they're forwarded to the legislature. And I'm calling upon you, Scott, and all of your listeners. Uh, send an email, make a phone call to the Secretary of State's office and implore her to advise her team to, to get these signatures reviewed. And if there's problems with them, that's different. But I, I can guarantee you I know how much uh, effort and scrutiny went into collecting them, so there won't be any problems. Right now the problem is there's no... There, we have no indication whether they'll be delivered to us before the end of the year or not. And I think it would be a tragedy for something as important as this, for that many signatures on it, to not be delivered to the legislature so we can take action before the end of the year. So I'm asking for help. Contact the Secretary of State and let her know that we know that she's got a role to play and a job to do. We know she'll do it well. We just need her, need her to, to do it in a timely manner. Senator Mike Shirky, the Senate Majority Leader, 16th State Senate District. Find him at SenatorMikeShirky.com. And on Facebook as well, search for Senator Mike Shirky. Senator, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome, Scott, and have a great day, sir. For more of our interviews and conversations, head to RadioFreeHillsdale.com. Click on Student Shows and Features. And I'm Scott Bertram on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.